0: j-pop jewels versus the blitz
1: all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to j-pop jewels versus the blitz once again i'm joined by my good friend alphonse aka the alphonse that's <laughs> i said the same thing twice what's up Alphonsus? how you doing
0: hey doing good doing good how are you julian uh, I just
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm good um just just to let everybody know, because we did say we were going to talk about it in, like, the first episode, and I think we talked about it a little bit in the second episode, uh, both me and Alphonsus are no longer talking about fantasy. Um, both our fantasy teams are dead in the fucking water.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're kind of... Um... God, I'm like desperately trying to get some sort of trade value out of this. Um, I'm hoping that like I get at least high man at least in my league one week, I guess. Hey, I I can tell you
1: right now, you're in a better position than me because you said you're you said you were two and three, two and four.
0: Yeah, uh, two and three currently.
1: Yeah, I'm one and four, so. Oh,
0: (laughs) shit. All right.
1: All right. I'm I'm... talking about. I am one and four on a two-game losing streak, which means I lost two, won one, and then lost two more. So, uh, (laughs) I haven't even opened the app in the last two weeks. I just gave up after week three. I was like, you know what? I'm one. I'm just gonna say I finished one and two.
0: Yeah, right. That's it. We don't have to worry about it. At least, oh my god, I'm gonna look at these next few weeks. I'm gonna be like, God, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what's going on. Well
1: but uh at least we are not alone uh gonna do a quick overview of week five and it seems like some of the teams in the nfl are joining us in uh having horrible seasons uh let's start with thursday night football which in general has just been complete trash all the thursday night games have been bad not just because of the teams that are playing not being good or teams that you want to watch in a quote-unquote prime time spot but the games themselves just haven't been good uh last week's thursday night game colts versus broncos it was a 12 to 9 win by the colts i don't know if there was a touchdown scored in this game i watched it and i don't remember i remember nothing about it i wrote the game out of my memory it was i if you watched it like i did that's that's two hours of your life that you'll just never get back it's it wasn't worth it to watch
0: It's field goal city. Like, it, you punt, you field goal. You punt, you field goal. Punt, basically. punt, field goal. And I'm like, bro, whoever got the kickers on those teams are putting in mad points right now. Holy God.
1: Yeah, those are those the only people that got anything useful out of that game. But, um, yeah, th- I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. He needs to figure it out. Maybe it's the offense like the offensive coordinator and the coach need to get together with the Russ and figure some shit out because the Broncos just aren't looking good and they should be looking better than they are. But Thursday night game, you know, it's whatever at this point. I'm not expecting any Thursday night games to be good. And we'll get to the next Thursday night game after we're done here. But we, we definitely got to move on to the London game. It was Giants versus Packers and the Giants beat the Packers 27, 22. I feel like everybody's freaking out a little bit, uh, anything and everything happens when teams go to london i'm not being a hater i'm not saying that the giants only won because they were in london but (laughs) typically when teams go to london like it changes your schedule you have to fly overseas so some of the habitual things that players do to get ready they can't do so it's always kind of a toss-up when teams go to london good teams get upset all the time in london it's not a surprise thing when a good team loses. But the Giants are playing well. The defense is playing good. They're finally making Daniel Jones a clock manager. I don't don't care what anybody says. He's being a clock manager, which is what he needed to do in the first place. Daniel Jones isn't a big playmaker. He's a guy who should be not making mistakes and not taking too many risks. And they're giving the ball to Saquon, who is running really well and having a good season, which is what the Giants need to do to be productive and to continue having a good season. Now, I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs because both the Cowboys and the Eagles are in the same division, and currently the Eagles are undefeated, and the Cowboys are 4-1 with a great defense, but the Giants could make some noise, and if they can keep this up, they might be in a position to where their last game of the
0: season actually means something, and they could sneak into the playoffs showing up the Packers like that has been a really good surprise. And even with all the shenanigans that happens when you travel to London, but you still have star players like mm. Saquon Barkley. Such a good like Giants like mainstay. Mm-hmm. And you just think that just how can they measure up against the great Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? But it turns out, you know, no matter even all the circumstances that happened, Giants played a pretty awesome game. I, I can't I can't knock knock for it. This is this is exactly what New York needs to really push them through this really tough division. And right now they're they're showing showing up all the haters. I'm I'm glad for them. That's absolutely right.
1: They they are showing up the haters, but same vein, we gotta say that Green Bay kinda needs to get their shit together too. They traded away or let Aaron Rodgers weapons go and now he don't really have anything and they didn't really get anything concrete in return so green bay's gonna have to do something to figure it out too but uh yeah. let's, let's talk about this next game that i feel like alphonsus is gonna be happy about because it was a bounce yeah. back for his team uh the patriots beat the fuck out of the lions 29-0 yeah.
0: um
1: Woo. <laughs> this was a good bounce back for the patriots uh showing that they can win with their third string
0: quarterback yeah, second, third. Okay. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. It's like the second, third, yeah. Whatever it is, it's just like, it's not even the first, first substitute. We have to go deep. <laughs> we got to go really deep. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: Belichick bounces back with a win, and uh, I, I think this is going to be the end for uh, Jared Goff. Um, people were making the joke over the last two years that he was a liability to the Rams, and they got rid of him, and then they won the Super Bowl, and he's just not. Good in Detroit, which makes it seem like he's just—it's over. The Jared Goff career might be done as a starter in the NFL.
0: Sometimes you just think of what, like what, what's next? What's next? I—I I don't think that, you know, like, I give credit to Goff, but then again, in this start of the season, like, what are the questions can you answer that weren't already answered in this game? I'm just. <laughs> I, I can not I can't draft any questions off the top of my head because, like, everything that happened in this game pretty much happened to answer all the, whatever questions that I had about the competency and what can he do next. So I was like, oh, well we'll, well, we'll wait till this current week is going to be over. Hmm?
1: I mean, he could potentially be a competent backup, but as far as starting, I think that's out of the cards.
0: Yeah, it's just... Maybe just once the momentum comes through, maybe you can you know try subbing again. Starting, starting was, you know how you, you think he's just like, all right, we're gonna start, we're gonna go through, and then you kind of open the door, and then you trip on the first step. And it's like, all right, well, all right, we'll 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 let you we'll we'll, we'll sub you in once we get through the door <laughs> just so like, you don't have that type of mm. embarrassment happen. Yeah,
1: that that's definitely where he's sitting at right now. But uh, next game up on the docket, we have the Chargers a thirty to twenty eight win against the Browns. Uh, the, the Chargers are having a time. Um, yeah, I get it. Everybody in the NFL gets paid. The Browns aren't a completely horrible team, but the Chargers have too much talent to be winning games against teams like the Browns thirty to twenty eight. Uh, Justin Herbert's getting knocked around. They're having a hard time protecting him. Uh, the defense, I know they're a little banged up, but they should be playing better than they are. They came off of a game last week against the Jaguars where they just know. But I'm not sure what's going on with the Chargers, but if they want to keep pace in the AFC, they're going to have to get better-looking wins than this 30-28 win against the Browns.
0: They almost lost it. They, if it wasn't for yeah. that last-field goal... That the Browns would have would have been up, and the Chargers were just like, all right, what happened? To, what happened, to the Super Bowl uh, team? What mm-hmm. happened? And it, like anything else could have happened, but the fact that the Browns could have had it, even though that it is docked as a loss, that's like a moral victory for the Browns because you know you beat the Super like the last Super Bowl team, and just uh, you, you, you think that the Chargers would have a better head of steam going into this, but going already three to two, like. It's not as the most dominant start from the momentum you had from last season, but, yeah, this is, there's too much on the wall that they can't just throw that all away. Like, the whole team is pretty stacked. And this was just kind of a almost hot mess that they just barely scraped by. Oh, yeah, they definitely barely got out of it.
1: But uh, speaking of hot messes that suddenly turned... Speaking of teams that were supposed to be good, that turned into hot messes. Uh, we have the Texans beating the Jaguars 13-6, to and I know you were just sick about this game with Trevor Yo, Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I'm just kind of, <laughs> oh, Trevor, no. Oh, God, what happened? <laughs> I, I was like, well, even though he was the first draft quarterback, <laughs> it's not a guarantee even in the second year.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly have to say that I, I kind of have to – Say that he he just wasn't right after the Eagles game. Like it was a rough game and rough weather. We beat him around a little bit, and he was playing pretty decent before that game. But ever since that game, I know it's only been one week, but he looked really pedestrian.
0: Yeah, it was a really bad
1: look. <laughs> so I uh, again, like I said in the beginning, the AFC South is kind of up in the air. Whoever wants to win it can win it. But I thought it was going to be the Jaguars, but now I'm not so sure. But we going to have to see what happens with that division because they just bouncing each other around right now. Uh,
0: next, yeah, very
1: com- – oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, Bouncing around is a light way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's
1: fair. That's fair. Uh, but next up, a little bit of a controversial game. The Buccaneers take a 21-15 victory against the Falcons. Um, I truly and honestly believe that the refs okay. – gave Brady a win because the okay. Falcons had a strip sack of Brady mm-hmm. that got canceled out because oh. the refs called roughing the passer. Um, I have oh. watched enough football to know what roughing the passer looks like. Yeah. That wasn't a roughing the passer. It was a normal tackle. And then okay. the big guy fell down. And gotcha. he didn't fall down with all of his weight on Brady. He just kind of fell down. And it's not Brady. Brady didn't look like he was hurt when he got up. Brady didn't make a face when the the defender landed on him. It was just like, take you down, ball came out, I'm gonna get up and dance because we got a strip sack. Like, it, it wasn't a roughing the passer call. It should have stayed Falcons ball, but... They gave it back to the Buccaneers, and then that killed the Falcons' momentum. Because the Falcons had scored 15 unanswered at that point. They were coming back in this game. Like, I honestly believe that roughing the passer call doesn't happen. The Buccaneers lose to the Falcons, and my friend Corey is very happy.
0: Yeah. Well, you would think that how the refs were trying to judge that, and at the every roughing the passer call and if you line it up against that particular play mm.
1: <laughs>
0: i mean man you, controversy never escapes Brady. it yeah. never does
1: i mean if you have a chance once we're done just look up the falcons bucks uh roughing the passer you i feel like you'll agree with me like i feel yeah. like it would be very hard to disagree with me mm-hmm. but um moving on to another team that uh had some aspirations to be decent this season, but uh, they're, they're kind of falling apart. The Bills beat the Steelers 38-3. Oof. I don't—I'm I, not sure what to make of the Steelers. They're normally not—things like this don't normally happen. Even when they're not, like, the best, they're still good. But 38-3, to it's kind of hard to say that you showed up to play at that point. Like, even against the Bills— you can't just put up three points. You have to put up at least a touchdown. Uh, I I'm, I really am starting to get
0: concerned about Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, like their only point was from the first quarter on a field goal. Now mm. is their old like it's like they did the bare minimum because they know the bill. The bills are just super dominant. Yeah, like they they are on a headway. They want revenge. They want vengeance. They want like the liberation that they deserve to get back to the Super Bowl as powerful as possible mm-hmm. and the fact that it's just it's just like did they not want to just put their guys out when just getting like roughed and injured up I know like Big Ben already retired but you can't just yeah you can't just lie down after your first field goal you gotta give it a game everybody's in the stadium for it yeah just, I, I don't
1: I don't know what we can really say because I don't know what it is and I don't think you really have an answer either I mean
0: i I, I can't even put up a question to begin with because I'm just like, okay, okay. Yeah. It, just, it just plays out like this and, I, and everyone's leaving after the first half. It's like, I I, don't I, I guess you. so.
1: Uh, but, yeah. But, like you said, the Bills will get their chance. Uh, we're going to talk about it later, but the Bills are facing the Chiefs this week, so if they want to talk about revenge, uh, get your fucking game shoes on then because you're going to get a chance. But uh, speaking of dominant wins, uh, the Dolphins take a beating from the Jets, 17-40. to 40. Um, Admittedly, the Jets um, knocked Teddy Bridgewater out. Uh, he went down with what at the time was a possible concussion and an arm injury. Um, since then, it's been said that he doesn't have a concussion, but he does have an arm injury. Uh, I believe I heard somewhere that there might be surgery. Don't quote me on that, but so the jets were playing up against a third-string quarterback but still you beat a, you put up 40 points on a team nobody on their defense went down it was somebody on their offense so the jets putting up 40 points on the dolphins is a pretty good that's a pretty good win for the jets especially with how their season's been going that's two back-to-back wins a uh, a chance to make it three wins coming up this week I believe i mean at this point the jets might be able to win and it is against the Packers who just lost to the Giants. So I'm not gonna count the Jets out if they can have another performance like they did last week.
0: I think the Jets, I feel like they're more scrappier than the Lions, but definitely a team to that that seems like they got their they, they got their ish together. Uh, like it's like when you put up both teams as to what happened between the Lions and then what happened with the Jets. I feel like they're in the same category but the Jets have quite a bit of scrappiness to them that puts them above the Lions, in my opinion.
1: I feel like that's fair at this point, seeing as how the season's going. That's definitely something that you could argue. But uh, speaking of the Lions, let's talk about the other two teams in their division. Um, The Vikings beat the Bears 29-22. I watched the game. I wasn't... Impressed with the Vikings, like, they won the game, yeah, but I feel like this is more so that the Bears, for whatever reason, just don't have their shit together, they're not operating at a level that they should be operating on, they have Justin Fields, and I feel like they're just not using him properly, um, I feel like Justin Fields could potentially be Uh, Right now, I feel like he's a bit of a discounted version of either Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson. Like, he can move the ball down the field with his legs. He has a good arm. He's not that accurate. But then again, neither one of those two quarterbacks coming into the league were. Um, Josh Allen wasn't accurate coming into the league either. And now look at him on the bills and look at where Lamar is and look at where Jalen is. But it just seems like the Bears, for whatever reason, aren't interested in nurturing and just raising Jay not Jalen, uh, raising Justin to be the dominant quarterback that he could be. Because if the Bears were to develop Justin properly, Aaron Rodgers is should be on his way out soon and there's no quarterback in that division right now that you should be afraid of. If the Bears got Justin Fields to be like the guy that he could be, the Bears could own the ANFC North for the foreseeable future, but it just doesn't seem like they're interested in it and we'll continue this conversation when we talk about what happened this Thursday.
0: It's like you you have some glimmers of hope when, you know, okay, he had a nice pass to Cole Kmet. He was able to get, you know, a touchdown here and there. But I feel like – you think there's this part – I feel like they're pulling the punches in a way. I think the Bears, I feel like they're trying to play a longer game to try and just develop people and practice out. But that's, like, what's preseason sport. That's what, like, your your training is mm-hmm. when you didn't make it to the playoffs or you got knocked out. Like, like the early you get knocked out, uh, the soon you didn't qualify – that's the time you really need to grind out like what's our strategy for this one because now you're in the brink of it. it it's it's gonna be hard for them to try and just alter up their strategy and and you know quit what they're doing right now to take up something new when their next game is not even a week away it's just you know every week like even with bye week coming up for the bears they 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 need to just sit down review some tapes and really kind of hash out like okay who else is our weapon here what else can we do mm-hmm. and I think that that's gotta be their priority once they get their bye week. That like, yeah, that's it. that's I guess yeah. all I gotta say about that.
1: <laughs> well said. I wholeheartedly agree. But uh, next game up, Titans versus the Commanders. Uh, the Titans win twenty-one to seventeen. Um, I have to say, I think this is the end of Carson Wentz as a starter. I mean, <laughs> just it, it, he's just not it. Like he's not playing well at all um I'm trying to remember if this was the game or if I'm remembering a different game but I I think like he had a chance to win this on the on his last possession all he had to do was just hit his guy in the end zone and it just it didn't happen I could be remembering a different game but regardless it just like once I think this is it for him and Again, this is another thing where we'll get into the rest of it later on, but I really do feel like this is just the end of the road for Carson Wentz as a starter. And Washington Washington is just a mess. Just as a football organization, their fucking owner is a mess. Just the entire thing. Just throw the entire organization away. Just get a new one.
0: It's just you have really stacked people from Samuel to McLaurin, like you have these amazing running backs, and wide receivers. They, and their this, D line is fantastic. Yeah. Like this is this is something on paper that this is automatically qualifying for the playoffs. Like they have demonstrated so much like valor and effort over the past few years that this game it was, it was just I feel like this had to be more than just an off day. I th- I think this is already suspicious enough that if they're one four at this rate, this is definitely not just an off day. This is going to look like an off season if they don't get the if they don't get the that, that last mm. drive that they did, the fact that they have to suffer how many penalties in that last drive? They just had to score one touchdown, and it was that that whole drive. What it lasted, like that four. Five minutes. That could have been at least enough time to get a drive-in for a touchdown and a field goal, or, or if they want to be fans to get the two-point conversion. But that that whole last drive just deflated any sort of hope that any Commanders fan had. It was... I mean, oh, man. At, at this point, it seems like it would be hard to have faith. I mean... I, I want to have faith, though, <laughs> man. Like, I want to! <laughs> but, like... that whole drive I don't know if like Wentz wasn't communicating with his team or just like all those incomplete passes were just like wrong place wrong time and Titans just figured them out just you can't you can't really put a rhyme to reasons for it it's just just really bad it's just (laughs) this is a really bad game for the the commanders right
1: uh yeah I I actually looked it up just to make sure that I wasn't incorrect Okay. Um, the last play that Washington had the ball for, 13 seconds left, Carson yep. Wentz, incomplete pass to McKissick, so it it, uh, it was an incomplete pass that ended the game. That, that's yeah. th- that's normally a pass where back when he was on the Eagles during the Super Bowl run, he would have made that pass. He really just hadn't been the same ever since that injury, and it's a shame, but I guess that's how it is. Uh, that's, that's- moving, moving on to a game that apparently shocked some people for whatever reason. Uh, you got the Seahawks losing to the Saints, 39-32. Um, can we stop talking about Geno as if he's fucking Aaron <laughs> Rodgers now? Um, yeah, the Saints are a good team, but they don't have a quarterback really either. So can we – if you can't beat a team that doesn't really have a quarterback, then we can't talk about you like you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's... Like, did you – have you seen – the clip of the interview that Gino had.
0: I, I, I'm afraid of watching that clip. There, I think I saw it shared out on Twitter and I was like, I don't know if I want to click that. There was a I clip really
1: where like somebody asked him a question. It was like, are, are you something about is he surprised about other people being surprised about how good he is? And his response was, well, obviously they never seen me throw. And I'm just like, I saw you throw when you were in New York and it wasn't like this. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of sussy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the Saints are an up-and-down team right now. Um, Jameis Winston is supposed to be their starter. He's not starting right now. I think he's still injured. Um, Tayson Hill, he's more of a gadget quarterback. He's not really a, I'm going to stay in the pocket, or I'm going to be like the quarterback every down kind of quarterback, in my opinion, but... They got to win, and that's all they need is to just keep stringing along wins because they're not out of their division yet. So as long as they can keep stringing wins together, the Saints will have a chance because they have Alvin Kamara, they have pretty good receivers, and their defense is still pretty elite. So good job on the Saints, and uh, I'd really like to stop hearing fucking Geno Smith's name now, if possible.
0: If anything, just show him the clip each time. Yeah. Say, like, Gino! Show him the clip. Yeah. Just every just every every time he
1: opens his mouth, just show him the clip.
0: Show the clip. But, um, it's a counter. Let's yes. go. <laughs>
1: uh, next game, we have another team losing whose quarterback is probably going to stop being a starter after this season. We have the 49ers having a 37 15 win against the Panthers. Um, I, I don't think there's any more starting jobs for, um, Sam Darnold or for Baker Mayfield at this point.
0: Yeah, it's just...
1: <sighs> I mean, if you can't... <laughs> the 49ers aren't a bad team, but if you can't put up yeah. a better showing than 15 points with a healthy Christian McCaffrey,
0: yeah, then I I'm not sure what to tell you. I feel like it's like Christian McCaffrey, number one running back that everybody wants in the team. Really, Basically. really guys, he's stud. And then what's what is what's what's left? Having a good quarterback that can get him the ball more uh, than just like how many yards? I just...
1: Yeah, I mean I. That's the Panthers' issue, as far as I'm concerned right now, because on paper they're not a bad team on the other areas from what I know. But I mean they're not gonna. I'm not saying they would be a playoff team if they had a good quarterback, but I could they could easily finish over 500 if they had a decent quarterback. They could arguably contend for a wild card spot if they had a quarterback that was able to consistently play well but neither Sam Darnold nor Baker Mayfield have done that this season so they are what they are and I guess we'll have to wait and see if they can figure something out it's still pretty early we're only going into week six so there's still this is actually it's really weird having 18 games now because now you have to pay attention to where a quarter of the season is half the season this is weird this is going to be a weird year for me trying to keep track of where we are during the season. Yeah, um, you
0: just – just, like, another, more games, more hope that you don't kind of mess up. Yeah. And it's just – especially when it comes to the injuries, too. It like, mm-hmm. it may allow a little bit more recovery time, but that just means more windows for guys to get injured. Yeah, and That's going to really hurt a lot. Like, because it, it, now it's just like, especially with injuries, you got to look beyond to the next season. Because so, mm-hmm. there's many players that are just coming off of, like, what looked like to be season-ending, career-ending injuries, mm. like, say, J.K. Dobbins from the the Ravens. he Who is back, he, luckily. Yeah, he, he's back, luckily, but, like, when having to, like, kind of stomach that, knowing that sometimes you start running back, okay, one ACL tear, and that's just how many seasons down the drain. It's
1: mm. just so rough. Definitely. ACL is horrible, especially for running backs. You're never really the same. But uh, moving on to my game of the week. Yes. Ah, uh, oh, it felt so good. Uh, all the all the hate, all the oh, uh, it's a trap game. Oh, they never win in Arizona. <laughs> uh, Eagles win twenty to seventeen against the Cardinals. Um, let me stop talking shit and admit that during that last drive, I did think that they were gonna lose. Um, oh,
0: okay, all right.
1: <laughs> the defense was looking a little tired. Because, uh, which I'm, I'm not saying that it's the defense's fault. Everybody looks a little tired when the Cardinals start letting Kyler Murray play that fucking backyard football style that he plays. It's a hard style to defend. Uh, it involves just getting back to the line, not letting people switch out, and just slinging it wherever the fuck you want. Um, but, um, defense did a good job not letting them get in for a touchdown. Um, Kyler did a really boneheaded move. Um, That was. There's a lot of back and forth about this. Some people say, oh, how was he supposed to know? Some people are like, he should have known. I feel like he should have known. As a quarterback, I feel like one of the things you need to know, and I'm not saying that I could do it because I sure as fuck couldn't, but (laughs) that's why I'm not a fucking quarterback. But um, I feel like you should know where the line to gain is. And a lot of the argument about what I'm about to say is that well, you're watching on TV. The line that you're seeing on TV isn't the line that he sees. And that's true, but he knows where the line of scrimmage is, and he should know how far he has to go. So, therefore, he should know where the first down marker is. Uh, Kyler Murray was running. They had no timeouts. Uh, Time was low. The options were to get wherever the fuck he was going to go and then spike the ball to stop the clock. Um, He slid down. And he started his slide at X location. And he ended, I think he ended on the other side. But it's not where you end your slide. It's where you start your slide, I believe, that they count you down as. Because that's when you're giving yourself up. Regardless, he came up short. It was third and like one or third and half or whatever. And he gets everybody to the line and he spikes the ball. Now, the argument is that he either shouldn't have slid or he should have slid yeah. later uh-huh. or that he should have ran a play, which I'll admit if they had ran a play, they probably would have gotten the first down because at that point we were having a hard time stopping their run. And they would have gotten the first down and they might have they might have won. They weren't getting a touchdown. I can tell you that much. We weren't going to let Not him get a touchdown. <laughs> they just would have gotten a closer field goal. But regardless, it was a 42 yard field goal. That's not impossible for kickers. Kickers hit that all the time. But they line up for the kick. The kicker kicks it wide to the right. The Eagles walk out. Twenty seventeen.
0: Five and zero, undefeated. Dubs and Dubs, they kept the yep. dream alive. Just now it's just like everyone's just like, oh my <laughs> god, we have to do this how many more times? I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. But it was it was a pretty good
1: game. Uh, the Cardinals played well. They're not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination um
0: yeah.
1: they are missing their best wide receiver so that is something that they're gonna have to get back uh i'm i'm not gonna lie to you i was like thank god hopkins isn't there i please but <laughs> it was, it was really, really heartbreak
0: eagles fans oh my god
1: <laughs> but um it like 2017 win 5-0 and eagles um Good job on both sides. The Cardinals played well. I I honestly wasn't expecting their offense to match up against our defense as well as they did. Um, Admittedly, it is just 17 points. It's not a shit ton of points. That's two touchdowns. uh, I can't count. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, two touchdowns on a field goal. So it's not world-beating amount of points by any means, Um, judging by some of the other games we've talked about. 20 points, 29, you got 30, Jets putting up 40, so good show by the defense, also good show by the Cardinals offense, and both teams, I feel like, have good things going on in their future, the Cardinals are just in a really fucking rough division, but um, if yeah. they can steal some games off of the teams in their division, uh, we're about to talk about one of those teams, if they can steal a game off that team, um, the 49ers aren't world beaters right now, you could take a game from them, the Seahawks, just, just don't buy into the Geno hype, and I guarantee you can take some games off of them. But um, the Cardinals have a chance to make some noise. I feel like with what they
0: have on their team. Yeah, I think you said everything. you so <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from commenting on this. <laughs> right. uh, a game. Um, but speaking
1: of, we had a game with division opponents of both of the teams we just talked about. The Cowboys defeat the Rams twenty-two to ten. Um, before I go off on the Cowboys, um, we got to talk yeah. about the Rams what is this? Um, the Rams are looking horrible. They're not looking like a Super Bowl winning team right now. I don't know what I'm looking at when it comes to the Rams. They're just not playing the way that we expected them to be playing. Uh, you just won the Super Bowl. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, you didn't really lose anyone aside from Odell Beckham, who you didn't have for that game anyway because he went out in the beginning with an injury. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. Vernon what? Davis. I won't know. It's not Vernon Davis. That's a tight end. Um, oh. The linebacker that they got from the Broncos. That's now on the bills. His name escapes me, but yeah, okay. you let him go in free agency. Uh-huh. And for whatever fucking reason, I strongly agreed with it. I strongly disagreed with this. You let Robert Woods go. It, it, those are, but that's just three pieces it's three pieces of a 53-man roster. You, That doesn't explain why you're taking all these L's in the ways that you're taking them. The Cowboys are a team with a pretty good defense, but their offense is very, very lackluster right now. Even if they did get Michael Gallup back, they're starting Cooper Rush at quarterback. Like, the name of the game versus the Cowboys should be stop the run. Because once you stop the run... Yeah. Make Cooper Rush beat you. If Cooper Rush beats you, then okay. The Cowboys deserve to win. But make that happen. Put this guy under stress. But I'm not sure what's going on with the Rams, but something is wrong there.
0: Maybe this is... (laughs) It it could be like that that big target on the back of being a Super Bowl team and then making those few moves that seem subtle, but it, it does a lot more damage than you think. Especially when you had a team, you had an amazing team, went all the way to Super Bowl, got it. And then just those few pieces, it becomes like a house of cards situation in a way.
1: I mean, yeah, that's possible, I guess, but I I just don't know. I feel like there has to be something more there. Like, it just feels like a very, very big drop off. But uh, as I said, we also got to talk about the Cowboys because... Cowboys Ooh. fans just, did uh,
0: Cowboys Oh, they, they fans. Well, hey, come on.
1: we are going to talk about that more once we get to the upcoming games, but
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> again, twenty-two ten. As bad as the Rams did play, the Cowboys didn't exact the They did enough to win. Um,
0: yeah, they, they made a statement. Yeah, they, they had a double. I, I guess. Like, I mean,
1: this is this is their second high, third highest point total. Um. Admittedly, like I said, their offense isn't amazing, but the, these are all of their games are like kind of grindy-out games where they get the lead and then they just hold the ball. So if they can keep doing that, then yeah, they're going to win games, but let's be honest, that's not a consistent way to win football games, especially not when you get late in the season, and especially not if you're not one of the teams that play in cold weather. Uh, getting a lead and running the ball down people's throats, that works better for teams that play in cold areas against teams that don't. Okay. So the Cowboys need to find some way to also get their passing game working just as well as their run game. Because like I said, I honestly feel like if you stop the Cowboys run game, then you kind of sort of stop their team. Because the one game that the Cowboys lost was the game against Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay held them to three points. Which means that they never got the pass game going. Because you don't have a good passing game and only score three points.
0: Yeah, it, it, unless absent exigent circumstances when mm. either a lot of penalties or a lot of just really unfortunate events happen. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, the, the Rams need to get right. Like, they really do. But uh, we have another divisional game that happens, Sunday Night Football, ravens bangles. Uh The Ravens win nineteen seventeen off of the leg of a kicker who feels like he's been playing since 1923, Justin Tucker. It, I don't know how long this man's been in the league, but apparently he has 60 fourth-quarter field goals in a row. Game winners? That's crazy or something like that. It was some (laughs) crazy-ass stat. It was some insane stat, but uh, it's a division game. All division games are close. doesn't matter who the teams are, really, unless one of them is horrible. But um, Bengals and Ravens, both teams that are Super Bowl contenders, I wouldn't be surprised to see either one of them in the Super Bowl. Uh, Lamar Jackson, playing for a contract, playing for money, playing to prove that, uh, hey, Ravens, you you see that contract that the Browns gave? Yeah, you're going to give me that. And uh, so far, he's proven it. Lamar is lighting people up.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's really showing, especially that, that last drive after the Bengals got that touchdown. Just seeing it, it's like all it needs was just a little push. Mm-hmm. And then they got the little push that they needed. And God, Tucker is just like, yo, I will invest all my resources make sure that my leg is the best goddamn leg <laughs> in this league. I don't care. Dude has so much staying power. It's, you can't you would go wrong with with Tucker. It's just he he is arguably one of the best kickers in the entire league for like how many years?
1: I, I'm pretty sure he was playing when I was in high school. So uh, wow. <laughs> that may or may not be wrong. I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, dedicated to that <laughs> uh, He's
1: he's been here for a while and he's still out here winning games. So good shit on Justin Tucker. Good job on the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe this was actually their first win at home this season. So I know the Baltimore fans had to be pretty happy about that too. But uh, on the (laughs) Bengals side, um, I mean, they can't really be mad. This is a game against a divisional opponent who's really good and is about at the same strength level as you. So you win some, you lose some, but you do need to protect – Joe Burrow a little better. That That's really the weakness of the Bengals is that they don't protect Joe Burrow as much as they should
0: or as well as yeah, they the, should. Yeah, the, the coverage on Burrow is just, like, it's just so noticeable. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's just, like, this this is how they drive down. This is This is, like, their main, mm-hmm. like, highway. It's, like, their daily commute to work. Like, that Basically. is the way. If you cover Burrow, you're good. And it's unfortunately obvious, and it's just hard for – it's hard for the Bengals to try and work around. Like, okay, then who who's really who's really our next go-to? Yeah, I
1: I actually have it up three sacks on Burrow, to one sack on on a uh, Lamar. Ooh. I I feel like Burrow gets sacked at least three times a game. Like if oh, you told God. if you told me he got sacked less than three times a game, I I I'd have to call you out on that. I, I wouldn't be able to believe it.
0: That that, God, that's so.
1: Rough. I'm, he he's he gets sacked a lot. It's it's unfortunate, but he really does.
0: It's like a damn tradition. <laughs>
1: more or less. Um, you're like... but yeah, they're gonna have to get that under control. They're gonna have to protect him because you are gonna need him come playoff time. When it's time to deal with the Chiefs, the Ra- when it's time to deal with the Chiefs, the Ravens again. Um, you are definitely gonna have to deal with the Bills. Might have to deal with the Jets. Uh, I would mention whoever's going to come out of the AFC South, but let's be honest, uh, who cares? Uh, you're yeah. probably going to have to deal with Justin Herbert. And uh, if the Chargers can get their defense playing right again, that's going to be a tough ask. So you got to protect this man. That's what it's going to come down to. And speaking of the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs have a little bit of a nail-biter against the Raiders, 30-29. to um, This was another game with a stupid roughing the passer penalty. Uh it was oh, against the Chiefs. Obviously it didn't come back to bite them cuz they did win, but another egregious roughing the passer penalty that shouldn't have been called. But um this was a tight game, a good game. Um the Raiders really needed this game if we're being honest. Uh, they are very very in the basement. They are they 1 are- and 4. They were 1 and 4 after the game was over, so they were 1 and 3 going in so yeah. they they kind of needed this game to help keep their season going but it
0: was, it was one point just one guy. it was point.
1: it was one point and the the upsetting thing is there's a chance that they win this game um last play of the game uh was it the last player was it, i I forget if it was the last play or it was one of the last plays it was a very crucial play um Snap the ball, Karf drops back, um, Adams gets pressed at the line, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously, when you get pressed at the line, it means that they're like pushing you back at the line, making you not able to go forward, so his timing is off. He's not where he's supposed to be at that point in the play. Um, it results in him and another player running into each other. Oh. Uh, Karf throws the ball before he sees that they run into each other incomplete pass, game's over, obviously everybody's upset, everybody's frustrated, you lost by one point, you ran into each other, and that's why you lost, and results in Devontae Adams going into the locker room, and as he's going into the locker room, uh, a sound guy, or some press guy, like, jumps in his way, and he, like, bumps into him, and then, like, pushes him onto the ground. Uh, that, that's actually the bigger story that everybody's talking about. They're not talking about the win. They're talking about the push, which I feel is kind of bullshit because, uh, so let, let me talk about what happened after the game before I yeah. talk about what actually happened like, right, during the right, post game right. interview. So, uh, sure. the next day I turn on sports talk radio and there's okay. a conversation about how, uh, there are charges being brought up against Devonte Adams, uh, for pushing this guy to the ground. Like the guy went to oh. the, the guy went to the police
0: i remember that oh, yeah god, that shit out yeah god, it's um so
1: rough. apparently he has whiplash uh,
0: <laughs>
1: and a minor concussion
0: that's pretty oof. oh god
1: alleged i'm sorry whip no that was at max a four foot fall not even because like you were on your feet he didn't like push you when you left the ground that that's a lot but, yeah, he went to the cops. And the reason why I think it's malarkey is because it, it the, you, I'm not sure what he wants out of this. Because the first thing Devontae did, like, they put the cameras in his face. He was like, before I say anything else, I want to apologize to the guy that I pushed. It was a bad look on me. I know better than that. I was raised all, all the right things. Immediately yeah. apologized to the guy. So, like, the fact that he went to the cops, I feel like that's that's bullshit. Like, that's fucked up. But, yeah, that, that's the big story everybody's talking about. But this was a really heartbreaking loss for the Raiders. You, you could have stringed together. It could have been two wins in a row, but the Chiefs are a good team. And the Chiefs are going to do what they do. But I know the Chiefs can't be happy either because the Raiders hadn't been playing well up until this point And you only beat them by one point. You're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. You're expecting to play better than that. So both teams looking to improve in this upcoming week, but the Raiders are definitely looking like they might be in for a bit of a rough season.
0: Not many teams have found themselves in the 1-4 situation, but those that are, it's like you're at death's door, and you're just trying, mm. to just pushing one more thing, and they almost got out of death's door, but that last turnover was just rough. Like, they got some... They got some offense going in. They were actually catching up, but you can't you can't cap the Chiefs out. They're just that impressive. You can't. I wouldn't fault the Raiders for doing so, but this is still a really tough loss that I, I can't. I, I can't cut it like either way. I don't want to like sugarcoat it, but then again, it, it is against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have been looking pretty good. Yeah, the Chiefs are like I, they
1: are what they are, and they're proving that they don't need Tyree Kill to win games. But, um, let's move on to week six and let's talk about the, uh, dumpster fire that was last night's game. Oh, yes. Uh, the Commanders versus the Bears. Um, yeah. this, this is the game that makes it seem like Carson Wentz is done and that the Bears just don't value or really have an interest in taking care of Justin Fields. Um, let's talk about the Commanders first. They won 12-7. Um... Novel victory. (laughs) Novel, I guess, is a word you can use. Yes. (laughs) Um, Scored one touchdown, decided to get cute, went for a two-point conversion, failed, and then scored two field goals. So this is a uh, two-touchdown game between both teams. Great, great shit you want to see on Thursday Night Football. I am sure Amazon is just thrilled with the fucking purchase they made to have Thursday night football games on Amazon Prime exclusively, money God, well spent. They have God. to be elated
0: with it. But um, yeah, everyone's gonna meme out as like, "Oh, this is good attention, right?" Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what you want to call it. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't play well. Um, Twelve for twenty two, ninety nine yards. I mean. A quarterback with 99 yards in a game that normally that's like if you come in to relieve somebody who got injured in like the last quarter of the game, you get 99 yards. So, like I said, I think Carson might be done as a starter. Um, As far as the Bears are concerned, I actually wasn't home for this game. I was on my way home from work. So I turned on the radio to listen to it. Um, They had a chance to win. In regulation, um, last play of the game, Justin Fields drops back, throws the ball to his receiver. His receiver is in the end zone when the ball reaches him, Okay. bobbles the ball, does not gain control until he is in front of the line, and then falls out of bounds and his elbow touches before he gains control. Now, they ruled it as him catching it and being short. In reality, with what was happening, that was an incomplete pass. Regardless, his receivers aren't doing him any favors. They are dropping passes that they should be able to bring in, and just, it's making him look really bad. And I feel bad because I can see the talent there, but he's just not able to show it because the pieces around him just aren't good enough. And also, he's running for his life. It's also really hard to show that you're good when you're running for your life.
0: Yeah. Just, when you've been running for so long, it's like thinking, all right, this is all I ever know. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to have to figure something out because,
1: uh, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is going to retire soon. Like, even if it's not, like, next year or the year after, like, Aaron, I what would you say? You Aaron Rodgers has, what, three years max left?
0: I'll give it two. I'll give it him. Yeah, so
1: uh, he's going to be gone soon. Kirk, let's be honest, Kirk Cousins has never been a long-term answer for the Vikings. They were eventually going to find somebody else. And I yeah. feel like that's coming to roost soon within the next two-ish years. Kirk Cousins is going to move on. Um, yeah. Detroit doesn't have a quarterback, right? Like, they have Jared Goff, but as we discussed, Jared Goff is a liability right now. So yeah, yeah. It, the Bears could take the division if they could just – just take care of your quarterback. Build a team properly. Like, get back to being the Bears when you had Brian. And, I mean, yeah, Rex Grossman wasn't good, but, you know, you were a threat. So get get back to those days. Build your team right. And as for the commanders, it's throw the whole organization out. Let's get a different – can we trade them and take somebody from the Canadian Football League? Is that a thing we can do?
0: I don't know
1: that... I mean, baseball has a team from Toronto. Can we get one from Toronto and just switch them with the Commanders?
0: that actually be kind of...
1: I mean, it, 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 of it's odd. cold up there. It, 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 NFC East, it'll be
0: cold. <laughs> Same difference. I guess, yeah. But uh,
1: let, let's cover some of these games coming up on Sunday. Um, We have the Giants welcoming the Ravens into MetLife Stadium. Um. If if the Giants play well like they did against the Packers, this could come down to being a like last possession game. Uh, I'm not saying yeah, it will because Lamar is Lamar, but the Giants could give them fits. Uh, the it, Giants it, it are could. yeah, and this would actually be a good test for them because they would just have to stop Lamar. And if you can manage to limit Lamar then you would definitely be able you would definitely be in good shape when it comes time to play the Eagles because the one thing that we have that Lamar doesn't have is we have like big name receivers so if you can handle Lamar then that means you can keep Hurts in the pocket which means that you turn Hurts into a pocket passer which is not what he is which might give you a chance to take down the Eagles and you know possibly contend for the division like people claimed you were going to.
0: It, it could happen. I think also since they're coming back from London, that could play a factor in just getting back to used to it, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, um, kind of jet lag and all that stuff. Oh, Did they like, even that's... come back? I don't know. Ooh, but, like, I didn't think they're... about that. Yeah, they're coming back on Sunday. So, oh, oh that's... that's. I mean. They... Mm. No, wait, I don't I don't know if they already came back. I'm just talking about if they're coming back and their game is on Sunday. Oh no, they're
1: they're much... they're definitely already back. I didn't yeah. I didn't take that into account. Like when did they come did they come back Monday? Did they leave when the game was like mm.
0: Yeah. That's that. that's, yeah, that's my rough. Like how long does it take for a team? Like, say if they do come back from London and like they had their game like Thursday or like Sunday, what yeah, I didn't even think what, about that. What's a turnaround time?
1: I mean I'd assume I mean Going from where we are on the East Coast to Cali, that's like six hours. So I'd imagine going from, uh, like, our area to England would be more than six. Oh man, that yeah, that that might play a factor actually. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that might
0: be rough. I might have to keep an eye on that game just because of that. Yeah, just see, just see how they play. I'll, I'll look forward to the game on Sunday. Yeah. And see how like they, they they measure up. I I wouldn't put it past them. Like I'm sure they like. You know, um teams eventually if they if mm. they get slotted to play in London that's always like, you know, a concern. Yeah. But that's just part of the part of the struggle with it. Mm. And now they just gotta get used to it. Yeah. But
1: uh next game up, uh Jaguars Colts, who cares? Let's move on. Um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Patriots taking on the Browns. Um this could be another good game. Uh, I'm not sure if your quarterback's gonna be back, but if he's not Definitely going to be a little bit of a test for your third stringer. Um, yeah.
0: Hey, hey, third string. Hey, they, we, we get this new, like, star quarterback, and Belichick has, like, one more <laughs> run in him. Oh, boy. Man, let's see. We'll uh, Tom Brady 2.0. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Let's, well, as I said, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this game plays out, you know. We'll chalk it to the last week as, like, okay, just good timing. But this is going to be, like, okay, let's see how it does it again. And now mm-hmm. it'll be the true test to see if he will be the Tom Brady two <laughs> oh.
1: yeah, uh, there, I feel like there are going to be some eyes on that game. Uh, I feel like the AFC East should keep some eyes on that game just in case. Mm-hmm. But um, next up, Bengals versus Saints. Um, it could be a toss up depending on how the Saints decide to play and if the Bengals can keep Justin Burrow upright. But um, the Bengals yeah. should win this game. Uh, they do have a little more firepower than the Saints. Yeah. But uh, it's all about protecting Joe Burrow, like we said. Uh, if they can't protect Joe Burrow from the Saints, then it's going to be a little bit of a rough time, and they might walk
0: out of there with an L. Yeah, I think like you think after all this time, people that like coverage up on Joe Burrow, mm. and just think like, is there anything else we can do? It's like, no, it just keeps working. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it works, it works. If it ain't broke, don't
1: fix it. Yeah. But, uh, next game, the Buccaneers going up to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of going to have to say, let's move on. Who cares? Uh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, Bucks. Bucks will get it. Yeah, it's,
1: kind of expecting that.
0: Yeah, Unless the Steelers
1: see... do, I don't I don't know. I, I'm not sure what to say about the Steelers at this point, but that should be the Bucks game, and there's not really much we can say about it, because it doesn't seem like there's much the Steelers can do about it. But, uh... Coming off of a loss to the Bucks, we have the Falcons welcoming the 49ers. Um, I feel like the 49ers or the Falcons could win. This could be a toss-up. Like we said, the Falcons scored 15 unanswered against the Buccaneers. Uh, and as I said, take away that roughing the passer penalty. I feel like they beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So... The Falcons could win this game, as far as I'm concerned, regardless of Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel.
0: Yeah. I could... As long as I can see it, I'll probably just see how that first half goes. Because that first half is definitely going to just... I feel like momentum in that particular game Mm -hmm. will carry over a lot more than other matchups this weekend. Oh, definitely. Momentum's going to play a big factor in that game.
1: But, uh... Next game up. Jets going to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Um... Somebody from the Packers said it. Somebody from the Packers said it and it made Aaron Rodgers very upset that he wasn't concerned about losing to the Giants but he would be concerned if he lost to the Jets. I agree, if you lose to the Jets, you need to be concerned. Not because they're the Jets, but because that's two wins in a row to teams who were third place in their division. That's why you need to be concerned. Especially if you lose in Lambo where you're supposed to be almost unbeatable. So, but I feel like if the Jets play the way they played last week against Miami, they could possibly pull something off.
0: I got a feeling. The the, the Packers'
1: defense isn't unbeatable. It's good, but it's not unbeatable.
0: I have a good feeling about that. That's actually my piece
1: of (laughs) thing.
0: I mean, if you
1: bet money, I feel like if you could get the Jets at a good, like, point line or money line, then fucking take it. Because that could be a sneaky upset you never know but um next up we have the vikings taking on the dolphins um i'm not sure what the status of either vikings quarterback is but if they have to go in with the third stringer even though i don't believe in the vikings at all i don't think the dolphins go in without either teddy or tua and beat the vikings Unless the Miami curse just fucks with the Vikings because apparently teams have a hard time winning games in Miami because they go out partying too much during the days that they're there.
0: Yeah, can you just imagine?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't blame them, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm getting yeah. millions of dollars. How, how about I just tell the coaches, hey, uh, y'all yeah, fly back. I'm gonna stay here for. I'm a, I'm my off day tomorrow, right? I'm going to stay here. I'll meet you on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> but, I like ta-ta for
1: now. <laughs> yeah. But the Vikings should win that game. Uh, unless Tua or Teddy are back, then I give the Dolphins a chance. But other than that, I think it's a Viking game to win. Uh, and then we have the Panthers flying over to L.A. to take on the Rams. This should be a get-right game for the Rams. Uh, like we just talked about neither one of us really feels like Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold are going to be starters going forward on teams that have a choice. So th- this should just be a game where the Rams show that they are former Super Bowl champs and beat up on their opponent. But th- the Rams need to show us that they can get right. That- that's really what this is.
0: It's, this is a point where they have to try and think, can we, can we right this ship? Can we actually right this ship? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't think there has to be a maybe. I think there has to
1: be a definitely because. Yeah. <clears throat> let me check their record really quick. Uh, yeah, the Rams are two and three. You can't drop to four, two and four right now. Yes. Uh, you got right now as of this point in time, the Eagles are five and zero. Cowboys are four and one. Giants are four and one. 49ers are three and two. Vikings are four and one. Packers are three and two. Bucks are three and two. If you don't get your shit together and you don't win your division, you're not getting a wild card spot.
0: Now it's just like already trying to look for next season.
1: Yeah, so it's either get your shit together or just start getting ready for next season. And like we said before, well, like I said, the Cardinals aren't bad. They're really just missing DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to get back at some season, at some point during the season. He's not injured. He's just suspended for PEDs. So, once he comes back, that's going to be another weapon Kyler can use and another thing you're going to have to worry about. When he comes back, they're going to start winning games. So, the Rams need to get their shit together now before stuff starts to get rough. But, uh, speaking of the Cardinals, they have a division game against the Seahawks. Um, I want the Cardinals to win because, again, I'm tired of hearing about fucking Geno
0: Smith. They're probably going to... Like, so far, the Cardinals' defense is... Bar none, probably one of the best defenses in the league. They
1: they are playing very well. I wouldn't be surprised if they were top 10.
0: They'd definitely be a team to look out for. And the Seahawks, it's a make-or-break situation for them. I know, like, the Cardinals, they can definitely own up to maybe one more loss and then just completely bulldoze the rest of the Mm -hmm. way through. But Seahawks, it's looking shaky. And it's kind of like a feels-bad moment when you just see the writing on the wall. But at this rate, it's only the writing on the wall that's beginning to write. Mm-hmm. And that's what, scared, that's what scares me about the Seahawks. I'm just like, oh, no, no, not like this.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to have to see if Kyler Murray can finish the writing for them next on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, like we said earlier, we got a revenge game. The Bills taking on the Chiefs. Um, this is Josh Allen's chance to show that he can he can beat Kermit the Frog, Patrick Mahomes. Um you know kermit <laughs> hey I, I forget who said it but somebody said that he sounds like kermit the frog and i have not been able to get it out of my head oh, since. You can't, oh my lord every time i hear him talk now all i see is kermit the frog and now all of you is gonna be able to see when you hear him
0: talk is Kermit. i the swear frog. to god no oh god now i don't want to watch any clips this thing is puppet god dang it
1: <laughs> but um yeah, this, this, this on paper should be a good game. As long as both teams show up, it should be a good game. I don't feel like you could say who will and won't win. I feel like it's a coin toss. If I was a betting man, which I occasionally am, I wouldn't bet this game. Because this is, feels like something that I would just lose money on.
0: I think I'll also refrain from picking one. So, if, <laughs> for the listeners, just... Just go with whatever you feel inclined to, follow your gut instinct. I think that would be my only uh, suggestion because you can look at all the data and when it comes down to it, all right, what's actually going to happen? And then you can just say, all right, just pick a team. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly what you got to do because I ain't helping you here. I uh, got to trust the heart of the cards. Um, yeah. <laughs> next up, we have Sunday Night Football uh, that I am very upset that I don't have tickets for. It what? It is... Uh, I, let's talk about the game and I'll explain the ticket situation uh, the Dallas Cowboys are coming to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles uh, it is going to be a battle for control of the division whoever wins will sit in the number one spot uh, the Cowboys win they will have the same record as the Eagles however uh, because the Cowboys have already played the Giants and the mm, I almost said the R word because the Cowboys have already played the Giants and the Commanders, if they were to beat the Eagles, they would have a 3-0 and record in the division, while the Eagles have only played the Commanders so far, so they would have a 1-1 and record in the division, therefore giving the Cowboys the number one spot and making a tie between, I believe, the Eagles and the Giants because I don't think the Giants have played the Commanders yet. But, um, yeah, this is a battle for the division. It's a battle to see if the Cowboys can take the division it's a battle to see if the eagles can stay undefeated and it in on paper should be a good game um i think i mentioned earlier that i wanted to talk some shit about the cowboys fans um they are talking a lot of shit for no reason um i'm hearing a lot oh, of just, cowboys uh, fans talk about no, no no this is i'm not this isn't me being an eagles fan like this is like
0: ju- actually like you just see yeah, it yeah is, this or... is
1: actual like no what i'm about to say isn't me being an eagle fan and being like shut the fuck up cowboys this is me being a person and being, like, you're being stupid, shut up. Uh, a lot of Cowboys fans are just like, oh, who cares what the Eagles – who did the Eagles play? Who did they beat? Who do they got? Who cares? We own the Eagles every season. Oh. None of that, like, wait. Re- <sighs> I wanted to post this on Facebook and on Twitter, but I didn't want to start any fights. Um, <laughs> listen, Cowboys fans, I get it. You guys like to live – in previous seasons I understand I truly understand you love doing that because that's where all your championships are but some of us like to live in the now and right now you guys are five and you guys are four and one and we are five and oh we are playing well regardless of who we've played we are undefeated the NFL is a league where anybody can get beat at any time and so far we have not so could you win Sunday yes will you win Sunday I don't know I'll admit, you have good defensive players. You have Micah Parsons, who scares the fuck out of me. He is a terrifying human being. And admittedly, we do have a compromised offensive line right now. Uh, I'm not sure if Jordan is going to play. He's one of our starters. I'm not 100% sure if Jason Kelsey's going to play. And he's like the guy that I feel like we need to play. So yeah, there's a chance you could win. But our defense is really good, too. I mean, we sacked Carson Wentz eight times.
0: Is that a record?
1: Is that actually a record? I mean, actually, I think it was nine times. Nine times, my bad. We sacked him nine times. And, like, I'm not saying yay is us. What I'm saying is we sacked him nine times. Our defense was able to do that. You guys played the same team, Didn't score, didn't put up a performance as good as we did. Didn't put up a defensive performance as good as we did. But we both played the same bad team. What I'm trying to say is just because you normally win against us doesn't mean you're going to win now. You have to look at the now. You want to be confident in your team, then be confident in your team. I'm confident in my team. You know how many posts I made over the last two weeks on Twitter I spammed shit like that like video that whoever that's probably fired from the Eagles Instagram team put of like the W on the Washington Commanders field being erased and turned into an L after we beat them. I put that shit everywhere, (laughs) everywhere I could put it. I posted it. (laughs) So I get it. I understand being confident and happy for your team, but like calm down. Like, just, just relax. Like, you want to live in the past. Yes, your championships are there. But you want to know what's also there? 25 years of you not winning a playoff game. So let's just see what happens Sunday. And whoever wins can talk some trash for a week. But when next week comes, move on. Because we got a whole, like, nine more games of football. To play. It's not nine. Is it Nine. It might be nine. We got like oh, nine no, we'll more games. games to play. Might be ten. I'm not sure anymore. I need somebody to tell me how yeah, these games true. work.
0: But it's 13 games, like because we have 18 games and we're gonna go to game six, so that's like we're a third of the way through, right? Is that how it
1: goes? I, I'm, your guess is as good as mine. Eleven. It's 11 games then, because oh, this because this would be because if we won, we'd be six and zero, and we play 17 games, so yeah, it would be 11 games left.
0: Oh, yeah, because the bye week, the bye week.
1: So, yeah, after this, there's 11 games left to play. Let's say you guys win this game. Okay, let's look ahead. You got to play the Lions. Let's hope you don't get too high on your own supply. Guess what we do next week? We go on a bye, so we get to rest and chill and watch and see if you guys can win. And then we come back, and we face the Steelers, who, as we talked about, haven't been playing well. And then you guys face the Bears, who sometimes can surprise you. Sometimes they play you all tough. So who knows what's going to happen, but the point is, just focus on one game at a time and stop trying to say you're going to beat everybody just because you used to be good. And that's all I have to say, and I'm sorry about that rant, but Cowboys yeah, fans tend to be really, really just...
0: It's like their staple? Like, yeah, they're just it's just
1: obnoxious for no reason. Oh <laughs> god. And, th- and like, yeah, I'm sorry. Just, Cowboys fans just bother me.
0: But yeah, it's, you're good, you're good, This worry. is This is
1: a game that could go either way. Like I said, both defenses are good. Uh, the Cowboys' offensive line isn't what it used to be, so stopping the run is completely possible for them. As I said, Eagles' offensive line is banged up. Uh, depending on who plays and how healthy they are when they play, um, that might affect our run game. Uh, it probably won't affect Hurts too much. Um, the only thing that I'm worried about affecting Hurts is, like I said, Micah Parsons. He is a very good defensive player. Um, okay. The name of the game, the name of the game for the Cowboys to win is keep Hurts in the pocket. He's not that good in the pocket, and to stop the run because if you can do those two things, you limit our team a lot. And the name of the game for the Eagles is to find a way to slow down Micah Parsons because I really believe this is a michael jordan situation where you're not going to stop him you can only hope to contain him and to stop the run game of the cowboys because i really have no faith in the cowboys pass game to do anything spectacular
0: it it can it can have some glimmers but then again
1: but the cow the the pass game isn't going to be the thing that wins them games yeah it might not lose them games but it's not going to be the thing that wins them games And then the final game of the week. Are we sure this game shouldn't be on Thursday night football? This feels like a Thursday night football game to me. Uh, It's going to be be the Broncos versus the Chargers. This is the Chargers game to lose. The Broncos haven't shown anybody anything that makes us think that they're going to be competitive or that they have a chance to win. Russ hasn't been playing well. Uh, The defense hasn't been bad, but when your offense isn't really helping you, like, what can you do? Admittedly, they're not, like I said, they're not playing bad defensively, but their offense just isn't helping them. Um, Looking at the stats, the offense has scored 75 points. The defense has only allowed 80 points, which is actually really good. It's one of the lowest in the league, but like I said, their offense isn't really helping them at all. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did I do that backwards? Oh, yeah, I did that back. No, I did that right. The offense, the defense is only allowing 80 points. That's one of the lowest in the league. Like, come on. You, you got to help out your defense a little bit. I Russ needs to get right, but I don't feel like this is the game where they're going to get right. Not against the Chargers.
0: The Chargers, even though it's a game to lose, I just hope they don't just, like, give up halfway. Because... It, they've had a rough few weeks, but you know, this is not a matchup that they can afford to kind of just take a little bit easy on.
1: Yeah, they really can't. They're only three and two, and the Broncos are two and three. This would make them tied with the Broncos, so that, that you can't have that happen with a division opponent, yeah. especially not when the Chiefs are in the same division. Yeah, that's also a key thing. But uh, yeah, that, that's what we're looking at for weeks six. Um, as I did. Last recording, let me give you guys a quick rundown of how these standings are looking. Uh, AFC East, you have the Bills sitting on top, 4-1. and one. Jets and Dolphins tied at 3-2, and two, and the Patriots at 2-3, and three, looking to bring that up this week and hopefully move into third place, depending on what happens with the Dolphins and the Jets. Actually, depending on what happens, the Patriots might be in a tie for second place if they pull off a win. Uh, AFC West... I can AFC West, we have the Chiefs at 4-1 Chargers 3-2, Broncos 2-3 and and the Raiders in the basement at 1-4 AFC North, we have the Ravens at 3-2, Browns at 2-3, Bengals at 2-3 and and the Steelers at 1-4 in the sadly depressing AFC South, we have the Titans at 3-2, Colts at 2-2-1, Jaguars at 2-3 and the Texans at 1-3-1 And then the NFC, NFC East, undefeated Eagles 5-0, Cowboys 4-1, Giants 4-1, Commanders 2-4 because they played on Thursday night. That's why they have a game ahead of everybody. Uh, NFC West, 49ers 3-2, Rams 2-3, Cardinals 2-3, Seahawks also 2-3. NFC North, Vikings 4-1, Packers 3-2, Bears 2-4. Lions sadly one and four again. Bears have an extra game because they played Thursday night. Uh, and the NFC South: Bucks three and two, Saints two and three, Falcons two and three, and the Panthers at one and four. Um, I apologize for my pause when I was doing the NFC North. I did not realize that the Vikings were on top and only had one loss. That was a little bit of a surprise to me. But um, yeah, like I said last week, there's still not a lot of separation. There's still a lot of football to go. Uh, a lot of these teams are only separated by one game. As I said when I said the AFC East for, or Alphonsus, there's one game separating the Patriots from the Dolphins and the Jets. They could easily be in second place in their division. Um, AFC North, there's only one game separating the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. Uh, got the NFC East. Like I said, the Cowboys could end up with the same record as the eagles if they win on sunday and if the giants win they will also have the same record so that could possibly be a whole little three-way battle for the rest of the season nobody's running away with the nfc west yet um even though the vikings are on top i wouldn't say they're running away with the nfc north and the bucks are only three and two saints and falcons are only two and three so they're not running away with that either there's not a lot of separation this season. I feel like in past seasons there might have been more separation within the, conf- in the divisions. But we're still kind of in a dead heat right now. So it's still anybody's season. So unless you are a Commanders fan, Lions fan, Panthers fan, uh, I, I want to say Raiders fan, but I'm not going to count the Raiders out yet, uh, a Texans fan, and sadly a Steelers fan, there's, there's no reason for you to be down. There's plenty of time to turn stuff around.
0: Yeah, like we're already a third through, and as tough as things are, anything can, anything still truly can happen. It, it will change as the conversation time goes on, but right now we're still in the now, and just because the team's like one and four, two and three, you could totally make a comeback and just surprise people, like make them think like, yeah, you had no reason to doubt me now, and just got to keep going with it oh yeah that could 100 you're
1: absolutely right like there's there's no reason to think that your team is out of it right here right now but uh yeah that's what we got for y'all this week and uh we are looking forward – I'm looking forward to this week. I'm very much looking forward to this week. I am off Sunday, so you know where I'm going to fucking be. Um, oh, yeah. Just like that.
0: Uh, unfortunately, no ticket, but you can still have it. A, a oh, good old oh
1: I forgot to go into that. Uh, I said that I was going to go into it. Um, oh. After last week's game, I felt like I wanted to go to the Eagles-Cowboys game. Uh, I haven't been to any – NFL game since I'm gonna say like 2016, so I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna go, this would be the game to go to. Eagles are five and zero. Cowboys are four and one. They're coming into town. It's gonna be a big divisional battle. I should try to go. I go online. Uh, I go to see how much tickets are gonna be. What do you think the cheapest ticket was? Under
0: twenty.
1: Cheapest ticket in the fucking nosebleeds for this game. Maybe it was because I was trying to get tickets a week before. Okay. But the cheapest ticket price, three sixteen. dollars
0: For nosebleeds.
1: For fucking 300 section seats. I am so
0: sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was, I was, I was, I was sad. Wow. <laughs> I was sad. Uh, that's, that's more than feels sad. That's just.
1: Uh, I was just <laughs> like, oh that that I was just like, oh that that feels bad. Well, it also it also might be because it's a Sunday night game, and we all know Sunday night is like
0: the prime the, time the prime like,
1: time premiere. Like if you play on Sunday night football, that's that's get hype time right there.
0: Yeah, but because yeah. everyone's just settling in, they're all getting their good stuff, and you know, there's no da- reason to doubt that you're going to be in for a hell of a game.
1: Oh, uh, you would hope so. Uh, I. I'm not sure if we have. I don't know what to blame, like because Thursday night football is allegedly prime time too, but uh, uh-huh. we we've both have seen Thursday night football and what Thursday night football looks like now, so I, I'm really not sure what we can say. Like maybe 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 it's just because it's Thursday night and it's the short week, and as I said about going to London, maybe things are just different like the preparation is different so it's just hard for them to get you know the stuff that they would normally get done done i'm sorry i just saw something get messaged to me and now i'm even more upset
0: oh no <laughs> did the prices increase again
1: <laughs> no the prices went down to 233 but now i don't have the fucking money to do it because i paid bills early. <laughs>
0: Oh okay, yeah. Well, hey, good on you for paying Bills. <sighs> really. I make sure.
1: Yeah, but who the fuck cares about Bills? When I could have been at the Eagles game. <laughs> yeah
0: right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna
1: wrap it up for this week. Uh, we'll catch you back here next week. Um, maybe we'll talk some fantasy if we manage to pull off a win. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe for Alfonso, just fucking probably not for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll see um, Patriots. Come on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll see you guys here next week. Same time, same place. Uh, Stay safe and enjoy the games. Or try to. Take
0: care, guys.